This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. The Money Pit is presented by Pavestone, Quicken Loan, Caterpillar, Home Advisor, ADT, and Aero Fastener. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are so glad you are here with us today because it's a great day. It's a great weekend to get your house fixed up, to improve your house to perhaps improve your patio, your deck, your exterior, your interior, maybe plan a project for the weeks and the months ahead because we are here to help you every step of the way. But help yourself first. Pick up the phone and call us at 888-MONEYPIT or post your question online right now to moneypit.com. Coming up on today's show, it's a great time of year for outside projects. And if you want to step up your space, we're going to have some tips on creating grill surrounds, fire pits, benches, and more that are as easy to build as stacking blocks. And also ahead, there's nothing quite as magnificent as a staircase to capture attention in the home. And today there are a wide array of stunning stairway treads to choose from. We're going to have tips to help you step up your style with the latest in stair design in just a bit. And we're also going to talk about bugs that bite. Now, not you, mind you. We're talking about your house. (laughs) Because with the weather warming more every day, it's termite swarm season. So if you're wondering what to do if you spot a swarm of flying, wood-munching bugs at your home, the first thing might be to make sure they actually are termites. So we're going to share a simple tip just ahead. Plus this hour, we've got a very fun tool to give away. It's the iconic American-made Arrow T-50 heavy-duty staple gun, along with a supply of staples worth 50 bucks. Going out to one caller drawn at random, we hope that's you. Call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Martha in Ohio is on the line with a leaky door and a leaky window. What is going on? We had some sliding glass doors in our family room that's paneled, and we had them taken out, and we wanted just a picture window in there. So when they came to do the picture window, they took the door out, the sliding doors out, and, you know, the foundation was like, oh, maybe a block or two, uh, up and the you know door had been left empty um, down lower. So what they did was they took um, two by fours, I think it was wood, and built up to the block level, and then proceeded to put in the supports for the window. So now when it, I made a flower bed out there, and now when the ground gets real so saturated, and water tends to puddle there, collect, right. it runs under the wood, through the wood. Not surprised. And well, so it sounds like instead of building the foundation up with concrete block, which is what they should have done, they sort of filled it in with wood framing. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What, probably wasn't the best choice. That, or do we need to start over? Well, you know, it's, it's kind of hard 
to advise that you seal something that was never done right to begin with. I mean, it really should have been a concrete block. But, but having said that, if you are going to trap that much water against the foundation, whether it's a wood patch or a concrete block, it's still going to leak. You just can't hold that kind of water against the foundation. We advise against this all the time, Martha, because those sorts of planters and other, anything else that holds water against a house is just not a good idea, especially in an area like Ohio, where you've got a pretty significant freeze-thaw cycle. Because of that water yeah. that saturates the soil, that soil freezes. It's going to push inward on that wall and weaken the, the basement wall. So I would recommend if you are going to have a planter that you've got to have some drainage in there so that the water does not puddle up. Because if you do trap it against the wall, regardless of how that wall is built, even though it wasn't repaired correctly, uh, it's going to Mm -hmm. leak and it's going to cause damage. So I think the issue really is what you did after the fact more so than what they did to uh, install the picture window. Okay? Oh, okay. Okay. Good luck. Well, thank you so much and have a nice day. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Clyde in Missouri is on the line and needs some help with a water heater. What can we do for you? I'm adding a room on in my house, and the uh, water heater, I've got the electric 30-gallon, and it's taking up too much room I don't have to spare. And my question is, is one of those inline uh, water heaters, would that be advisable for a resident? You mean an on-demand tankless water heater? Yeah. The problem is that you have electric. You, do you have gas there, natural gas or propane? No, I can I can get propane, all right. I don't have a tank. If you want to have an on-demand tankless water heater, you need to have that be fossil fuel with either natural gas or propane. There are electric on-demand systems, but they're very expensive to use, and I don't think there's any, any efficiency in going with that. So if you want to have propane added to the house, you could consider... Uh, and a, a tankless water heater. Now, if you want to go back with what you do have now, of course, you are going to need the room, but you could save some cost if you put a timer on that water heater so that it only heats water when you need it. I mean, technically, you only need it a few hours in the morning and a few hours in the evening. All day long, it'll stay warm for you know hand washing and that sort of thing, and then it can be off in the middle of the night, and that actually cuts the energy costs associated with heating the water. Uh-huh. Well, I've got a timer on it now, but I haven't been using it. Because I really couldn't figure out the right time to be doing it. It seemed like it was always cold when I needed hot and hot when I didn't need it. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know... Well, they've got a deal. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You know, they only work, the timers only work well if your family's on a regular schedule where you can really rely on it for certain hours of the day. But if your schedule varies a bit, then maybe not so much. So those are your options, though. All right? Good luck with that project. All right, man. Thank you. You are tuned to the Money Pit. Give us a call now at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by HomeAdvisor, the fast and easy way to find the right pro for any kind of home project, whether it's a small repair or a major remodel. Up next, do you have a room in your house that could use a little color? but painting the entire room is just way too much work. We're going to have some tips to help you add pops of color with very minimal effort and big impacts next. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring, we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. 
That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by Rumblestone. Create a paper patio or walkway, garden retaining wall, grill enclosure, fire pit, or even an outdoor kitchen with Rumblestone from Pavestone. For project ideas and how-to videos, visit pavestone.com. Making good homes better, this is The Money Pit. On air and online at moneypit.com. Call in your home repair or home improvement question right now at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. And hey, here's another great reason to reach out by phone or post in the community section. We're giving away a really great iconic tool that I promise you will use a lot. It's the American-made Arrow T50 heavy-duty staple gun and a supply of staples. Now, this really is the most popular American-made staple gun ever made. It's got a chrome housing. It's jam-resistant, really powerful coil spring. You can see how many staples are left. There's so many things that you can do with this Arrow T50 staple gun, including upholstering a headboard, changing out fabrics on chairs. If you want some step-by-step on a headboard project, head on over to arrowfastener.com and click on projects. That prize package is worth 50 bucks going out to one caller drawn at random. Make that you call us right now with your home improvement question at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Debbie in Delaware is on the line and needs some help with a building project. What can we do for you, Debbie? My husband broke his hip, and we are in desperate need of a handicap ramp. He'll be needing this handicap ramp after the brake heals. He'll be using a wheelchair and a walker after this. We are limited income, and we can't afford even the materials to build this ramp. And I been trying to go through government agencies and everything, and all I have gotten is a bunch of red tape. Um, tell me something. How high up does the ramp have to be? How many steps are you trying to accomplish, or just kind of describe the layout to me? Yeah, it's five steps into the house. Debbie, as much as I'd like, there's, there's sort of uh, no uh, quick fix for this situation. You do need a ramp, and the ramp has to, is going to be a very large structure, and it has to be properly done. So I think your energy is, is best focused on how to get the professional help and to get the funds necessary to do this. Now, there is an organization that is called Rebuilding Together that does this sort of thing. And their uh, website is togetherwetransform.org, togetherwetransform.org, or just Google Rebuilding Together. They have got affiliates in most states across the country. Their national headquarters is in Washington, D.C. And what I would suggest you do uh, is to reach out to the national headquarters and uh, speak with them about uh, trying to connect with an affiliate that's near you. I see there's no affiliate directly in Delaware, but of course you can go to New Jersey or you can go to Maryland, you know, anywhere around there and probably find uh, exactly what you need. They used to be called Christmas in April, and uh, now they're called Rebuilding Together. And I've been on some of their projects in the past, and there seem to be a good group of people that get a lot of great things done. Okay. 
Okay, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your help. All right, and we hope that your husband heals up quickly. Thank you so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Jeff in South Carolina is dealing with some unwanted visitors to their money pit. Tell us what's going on. I have a couple of feral cats that are running around in my backyard. I have a bird bath, and the cats stalk the bird bath, and when the birds come in to take a drink and a splash, they jump up and they kill the bird. And what I've done is I've poured the water out of the bird bath to keep the birds away, but how do I get rid of the cats? I mean, there's a lot of initiatives around the country with um, organizations that will um, help deal with the feral cat issue. Uh, Many of them run what's called a TNR program, which is Trap, Neuter, and Return. So the idea is that they trap the cats uh, humanely, like with a have a heart trap or something like that. They neuter them. Then they return them to the environment, but hopefully not in your, in your neighborhood where they're, they're used to finding that source of food. And so I would turn to an organization like that that can help you trap the cats and get them off of your property. And if they have the added support that they can neuter the cats, and that helps the overall community uh, from uh, stopping these cats from reproducing. And you know what else? Um, we had an issue years ago when there's a person on our block who you know feeds every cat in town and has about like 30 cats and kittens just living in their backyard. And the neighbor next door was doing a ton of work. There was a dumpster with like food scraps and stuff in it. And so all the cats kind of just meandered into my yard. And I had called the village because... I mean, honestly, I didn't mind the cats being there, but they were killing like a possum. And now all of a sudden I had to clean up a dead possum and birds. And, you know, I really don't want to be doing that. So I called the village and the village referred me to the town. So long story short, I made a bunch of calls to finally get to someone in the county who told me that where I live, feral cats have the same rights as squirrels, which means you can do nothing about them. But if you do find a local cat rescue, they might be willing to come and help you, you know, take the cats, find them, you know, a place to be adopted by. And, you know, maybe if you find a place that you feel comfortable with, you know, a donation might not hurt in helping them to get the cats off your property. So you never know. I might, you know, make a call to your town or your village and see where that goes, too. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, Leslie, I'm a big hiker, and after a long day on the trail, there's nothing like relaxing around a campfire. And you can have that campfire feeling all year long, though, if you build one in your very own backyard. Because why not build your own fire pit, and you can do just that? Yeah, and you know what I think is surprising to a lot of people is that it's not a difficult project, and mm-hmm. it's made even easier when you use Rumblestone from Pavestone. Now, Rumblestone is an outdoor building block, basically. It's like Legos for adults. The Rumblestones fit together quickly and easily, and they truly are only limited by your imagination. So for a round fire pit, for example, that's about 10 inches high and 45 inches across, you only need two sizes of rumble stone, the mini blocks and the trapezoidal shaped blocks. You can start by creating a stable level project area. Then all you need to do is lay out the trapezoidal and mini blocks in a circle, alternating each one. They can even be secured with construction adhesive. So no mortars even needed. Mm-hmm. Three layers of rumble stone is really all you need. For the second and third level, you want to offset the blocks from the layer beneath it. Then just line the bottom with sand and you'll be ready to fire up some s'mores in no time. For a complete materials list, instructions, and more info, visit pavestone.com and look for the rumble stone videos under the how-to guide tab. Craig in Rhode Island's on the line, and he needs some help with a bathroom makeover. What are you working on? Uh, well, actually, my second bathroom um, in my master, uh, it's kind of old. Um, it has a Simmons um, water mixer, shut-off valve, 
And actually, I'm looking to replace it. It's cracked. It has some issues. But I can't get behind the shower to open the wall up to replace it uh, because it's actually adjacent to my my first bathroom shower. Uh, It's a fiberglass uh, one-piece pop-in. My first thought is take the insert out, tile it, uh, but then I have to put a shower pan in. You know, I have to do a lot more extra work and money. Um, And then I heard um, possibly cutting the hole bigger, and they have bigger back plates. But, I mean, I I don't want it to look awkward as well, you know. So what exactly is wrong with the valve you have there now? Uh, Well, see, I don't think the mixing valve... I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but the plate, um, um, the, the shut-off valve, it's cracked. Um, I also have well water. I know it's been taking a toll on the pipes. The, the home's 20 years old. I'm pretty sure it's original to the home as well. I've only owned it for about uh, uh, coming up on two years now. And um, So you so you basically are telling me that it's a cosmetic piece? It is. It, it, it is, but I'm redoing the bathroom, and I want to update the fixtures. So, you know, and like I said, it's, it's kind of your typical apartment, Simmons, you know, very, uh, like a chrome, you know, the, the kind of cheap chrome finish. Well, look, you have the most impossible scenario because you have back-to-back plumbing walls. And and typically, you know, design bathrooms so that, like, one side of the wall is like a closet, you know, where you could go and tear out the back wall and then you could get to the valves. Um, but in your case, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't because you either have to take apart the fiberglass shower or you got to take apart the, the shower that's that's uh, basically uh, getting you started here. And I don't really have a good solution for you. I mean, I was asking you about the existing valves because I was wondering if maybe sometimes plumbers can rebuild all the working parts of that from the from the action side, you know, from, from the inside. And maybe pick up some additional, you know, faucets that will look like they'll work in there. I I mean I would I wouldn't go to the tear out without at least exploring that. I mean I I for example recently had a new uh shower valve that had to really be replaced and it turned out that the uh, the the uh valves were plastic inside some of the valve components were plastic the seats and we tore them out and we replaced them with brass. And uh, we were able to find those at a plumbing supply store. And so I didn't have to actually replace the faucet. My next step is going to, uh, I'm going to go to a plumbing supply and see if they just have a updated kind of um, updated Simmons where I could keep that valve in and everything's kind of, you know, pieced together as well. Right. I think that's a smart thing. You know what you want to do is take uh, some pictures of that. And go talk to a knowledgeable guy behind the counter and figure out what your options are. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's my next step. And if not, uh, I guess I'll be tiling a new shower. Yeah, I mean, if you can figure out a way to make it passable, <laughs> I think you should do that because you know what, nobody's yeah. going to see that space, and I hate to see you spend a you know a few thousand bucks <laughs> redoing it if all you're trying to get is new valves. That's what I'm trying to stay away from. Well, thank you guys very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Now we've got Allison in New York on the line who has an unwanted visitor at their money pit. What's going on? My husband, I wish he was on with me, but our mission is to humanely trap, we believe to be a squirrel that's running between the drop ceiling in our basement. And my husband said two by eight joint rafters. It's like a two inch space only. And What I want you to do is to go out and pick up a trap called a have a heart trap. Now, these have-a-heart traps are are live traps in that they're going to catch this squirrel and then you're going to pull this trap out and you can take them out to the woods somewhere and release them. What you do with the have-a-heart trap is once you get it set up, in the back of the trap where you want the squirrel to kind of end up, put an apple back there 
and don't just put it back there, but wire it to the back wall of the trap. Take a piece of like picture wire, thread it through the apple and kind of tie it off. So because I tell you what, even though these traps are good, those squirrels and other uh, small rascals can can sometimes grab that without without uh, uh, tripping the door. But if you wire it to the back of the trap, they don't have a chance. And set it near the opening wherever you can get access to it. And I'll tell you, uh, sooner or later, that squirrel's going to wander in that trap. And bam, you'll hear the door slap. And they will not be happy. They'll kind of be running in circles trying to figure out a way to get out. But you can cover them with a blanket. Um Throw them in the back of your car in the trunk and take it out somewhere. Uh, and then as you open that up, believe me, they're not going to stand around to kind of uh, talk about it with you. They'll just bolt. As soon as you lift that door, they will bolt into the woods. Okay. I hope that helps you out, Allison. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Just ahead, there's nothing quite as magnificent as a staircase to capture attention in your home. And today, there are a wide array of stunning stairway treads to choose from. We'll have tips to help you step up your style with the latest stair designs after this. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, sometimes sweeping or sometimes straight, there's nothing quite as magnificent as a staircase to capture attention in the home. Whether it's classic or curved, wood or metal, stairs and railings are in many ways a built-in piece of sculpture for your home. And whether you're building a new home or renovating a cherished older home, 
There are a wide array of stunning stairway trends to choose from, and we've highlighted these in a new post on our website called Five Stunning Stairway Trends for Your Home, which was written by our next guest, Jimmy Colthorpe, a stairway expert with LJ Smith Stair Systems. Welcome, Jimmy. Hello. So, Jimmy, you spent your entire career around stair systems, and it's interesting that while the traditional wooden railings are still pretty popular, there are many, many new, very modern and cool designs now to choose from. So homeowners really have more options than ever before, right? Yeah, very true. So let's talk about that. What are some of the newest styles and designs that folks are really starting to turn to? I would say one of the, the hottest styles right now would be the stainless steel product, which would either be cable or tube. Okay. Um, it would be similar to what you may see in a uh, that would be a nautical type thing that you would see outdoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's made its way inside. It has the um, industrial look, um, but we've we've cleaned it up um, in a way to where it's, it's uh, very modern, very functional. It's a very clean look. Yeah, very clean. That's right. Very clean. The stainless steel really is really sharp. Now, is that type of a railing system uh, much more difficult to install than a traditional wood system? Actually, it's not. The way that we've designed ours is we have taken the geometry out of the, out of the stairways. So now uh, the installer doesn't have to go through all of the, the, the labor of determining the angle of ascension. Okay. Um, our newels are pre-drilled, so they just simply feed the cable through the newel. Right. And it's uh, automatically uh, just right. Now, also in that line of sort of uh, very crisp, new and modern looks are these linear metal panels. Those are pretty cool as well. And it seems like they're somewhat modular in design, too, correct? They are. They are. So we offer those in multiple sizes that will accommodate any staircase. Um, So those can be used either in new construction or remodel. Very quick install. Uh, simple, you screw it to the floor, screw the handrail on top, and you walk away. And what kinds of uh, designs, home designs, does that fit well in? Really any. You, you'll see a lot of that stuff in a uh, craftsman-style home. Okay. But then you'll also see it in modern uh, lofts and things in cities. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll see you, you'll, it, it, it blends well in both. Talking to Jimmy Colthorpe, he is the vice president of sales for LJ Smith Stair Systems about the newest additions to stairs and stair railings. Now, we talked about what's new. Let's talk about what's old but still very, very strong, something as simple as a box newel. Now, you don't see this too much anymore, but you'd see it very typically in an older home at the bottom of the stair, a big square newel post, usually not solid, right? Usually an assembled one, maybe of four pieces of, of, of lumber and trim and millwork, or really is kind of the anchor of the entire stair system. And uh, again, especially works well with arts and crafts homes, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you'll see that in many, many trend magazines now. Uh, box newels have by far taken over uh, the newel that's uh, most commonly used. Yeah, it used to be just uh, all you would see is, is basic 4 by 4 styled uh, colonial posts at the bottom of the stairs. And now it, that staircase really is being treated as sort of a work of art. We're also seeing iron balusters coming back into the market now. Now, again, this is something you might see as an outside fence, but now you put those against some beautiful hardwood, and you really have got a very stylish stereo. Yeah, absolutely. If you go with a black iron baluster with dark stained wood, I mean, it looks fantastic. Yeah, and those dark stains seem to be gaining popularity as well. I mean, everybody wants to go light, 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 but when you stain the stair railings dark, it really makes a nice punch, doesn't it, to your decor? Yeah, very true. You you'll you'll hardly see any new construction nowadays where the the flooring is not a dark stain, either a, a smoky gray or even as, as dark as they can get it, the better uh, for for 
for the flooring, and uh, we offer handrails and balusters to match. What about curved stairs? Are they still popular? They must be the most expensive type because obviously you have to build them pretty much when the house is going up. But they sure are beautiful, the, the spiral and the uh, sweeping curved staircases that come out there. They are. In uh, in custom um, and luxury-type homes, you'll still see those curved-type stairways a lot. Uh, we we offer all the uh, parts and pieces to be a, for those to be assembled. Um, and it's it's not uncommon. It's just less and less uh, more of a thing today. So what's next uh, in the stairs and railing business? What are we going to see coming up? What kind of new designs do you think we'll see in the next couple of years? Well, you know, over the past few years, we brought out more new products than we have for, for the past 10 years. So a lot of things are evolving. Everything still seems to be metal. Uh, it went from wood balusters to iron balusters, and then that turned into steel cable, and that turned into tube, and now it's turned into panels. Wow. So I would say that the irons and, and the metal look's going to be here for quite some time. Jimmy Coulter, Vice President of Sales for LJ Smith Stair Systems. Appreciate you stopping by the Money Pit. And Jimmy, I'll share with you that uh, in the many jobs that I had before I got on the radio, one of which was as a stair and railing builder. And I put together many, many LJ Smith parts over the years. You guys have always done a great job. I've been out to your factory many, many years ago. And always impressed with the quality you guys put out. So uh, thanks for keeping up the great work and for some, taking some time to stop by the Money Pit and filling us in. Absolutely. Thank you. If you'd like to learn more and see some of the beautiful designs from L.J. Smith, check out their website at ljsmith.com. That's ljsmith.com. All right, Jimmy, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Hey, if you looked at a pest lineup, could you identify a termite? We're going to tell you how to spot those pesky criminals after this. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We'd love to hear from you at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, which is presented by Home Advisor. Do you need new flooring in your kitchen or bath, or maybe you're ready to update that deck? Home Advisor can instantly match you with the right pro for the job for free. Check them out at HomeAdvisor.com. Marion, Texas is on the line, has an issue with the tub. Tell us what's going on. We have a bathtub that we've had plumbers out, and they can't even seem to get it unstopped. They think that it that was there was it was would slowly, you know, if you took a shower in there, would slowly go out that day. But then it stopped up, and it was going so slowly. We called a big company here, plumbing company, and the guy came out and checked it, and he couldn't get it unstopped. He thinks it's in the P-trap, 
but he checks the line. The, the, the tub is on the back of the house, about two, two feet from that is the clean-out. And he took a picture in the clean-out all the way to the alley and told us to get the city to come, and they needed to clean it out at the alley. They did that. So wait a minute. you telling me that the plumber was able to clear the drain from the house to the street, but he thinks that the uh, restriction is beyond that? Yeah, he thinks and it's just about two feet from the drain, the tub, that's on the back wall of the house, just about two feet to the cleanup where he worked. And all the other lines are back farther. The, I mean, the utility line is farther. It's on that same line. It's farther. The uh, sink and vanity area and the, and the commode works just fine. It's right by the tub. It's just it's past them. I, I can tell you right now that he missed something in the tub because all of those plumbing lines come together in that same general area. And if you've got flow from the toilet and the sinks and everything else, but not the tub, it's going to be the tub itself. You know, when it comes to clearing drains, my experience has been that plumbers are not the best ones to do that. Generally, you're better off to go with a specialty plumber that does drain cleaning. They have the tools, the equipment, and the knowledge to get that done. And sometimes the, you know, the day-to-day plumbers, if it's a simple clog, they can clear it but they don't necessarily have the tools. I mean, for example, drain cleaners have cameras that can go down those pipes and see exactly what the obstruction is. So my recommendation would be to call a different kind of professional, not a plumber, but someone that specializes in drain cleaning and has a good reputation for being able to make that particular type of repair. I think that's going to be the easiest way for you to get to the bottom of it. I would not recommend any type of uh, additive to that drain to try to clear it in these liquid products that clear drains because they can be very, very corrosive. Mary, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, with the weather warming more every day, it's termite swarm season. Hooray! <laughs> really not hooray. So are you wondering what to do if you spot a swarm of flying wood-munching bugs at your home? You know, the first thing that you might want to do is actually make sure that they are termites. Yeah, and here's a quick way to identify a termite. First, they're about a quarter of an inch long, and so they're a bit smaller than ants. But here's the key. They have only two body segments, like a head and a body. If there's a third segment, that's an ant. So if you see an insect with three segments, it's an ant. It's probably not a carpenter ant because they don't fly. It may just be, uh, you know, the kind of ant that annoys you but doesn't eat your house, which is fine. But if you see termites, those are an issue. And if that happens, you need to contact the pest control firm to have your house treated. There's a, a wide way, a wide array of ways to do that. I, in particular, like the undetectable uh, termiticides. They're basically chemicals that are put in a battery around the foundation perimeter. Termites don't know it's there. So they pass through it, and then they take it back to the nest, and it takes out the whole colony. So I think that's the best way to handle it. It's not something you can do yourself. You really need a pro to do it because these products are licensed, and you got to be trained to use them safely. But the one product that we used in our house was called Termidor, and it's been, I don't know, probably close to 10 years now, and it's still effective. I haven't found any evidence of termites since. So uh, that's the way you handle them, but you got to know if you got termites first. Remember, if you got a head and a body, that's termite. If you got three segments, that's an ant. All right, good tips. Paul in New York is on the line. What can we do for you at your money pit? I'd like to uh, finish my basement, make it a more usable area, but I have a problem with uh, some water leakage at times. I believe the construction is called a floating slab, where there's a uh, weep channel around the edge of the basement that goes into a sump pit. Tell me, when do you seem to have the biggest problem with uh, signs of water coming in or actual water coming in? Heavy rains. All right, so i got great news for you. 
you don't need anything more than some minor adjustment in the grading and drainage outside. Whenever you have water that leaks in after a heavy rain, that's always caused by exterior drainage conditions that are just not right. And usually it's as simple as not having the right gutter set up around the house. You need to have gutters. They need to be clean and free-flowing. And the downspouts, and this is where most people get it wrong, have to be extended a minimum of four to six feet away from the house because those first few feet at the foundation perimeter are where water collects and saturates and then goes down into those basement walls and shows up as a leak inside. So I want you to look at that very, very carefully. The second thing is the angle of the soil at the foundation perimeter has to pitch away from the house. And it has to do so with soil that can drain. Sometimes we see people that pile up a lot of mulch around the house, or they have a lot of topsoil around the house, or they have sort of like a brick edging around some landscaping that kind of acts as a retention pond and holds the water against the house. You basically want to move that water, that first few feet around the house, move it away, get it get it going so that it drains away. It can drop about six inches over the first four feet, but after that, it can move uh, slower with a gentler slope away from the rest of the house. Those two things will solve the vast majority of flooded crawl spaces and flooded basements uh, in this country. The only time you need to install a very expensive sub-slab drainage system is when you have a high water table, and that behaves differently. When you have a high water table, water comes up very slowly. Generally in the winter, it's typically higher, and then goes down very slowly. And you can actually physically see that water sometimes ponding in a sump pit or something like that. But when you have rain or snow melt and you get water in your basement, That's because of drainage, and that's really easy to fix. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Well, they're back. Garden gnomes and fairies are making their way from punchlines to potted plants. And they're not the only surprise trends in yards and gardens. That and more after this. Live in a body pit. It is presented by Quickcrete Fast Setting Concrete Mix in the red bag. Make your next outdoor concrete project quick and easy. Quickcrete Fast Setting Concrete Mix. Look for it in the red bag. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And whether you're buying, selling, or just enjoying your home, we are here for you every step of the way. Call in your home improvement or decor question right now to 1-888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. A fast and easy way to find the right pro for any kind of home project, whether it's a small repair or a major remodel. All right, reach on out to 888 Pit or post your question in the community section, just like Barbara in Florida did. Now, Barbara writes, I'm thinking of buying a house, but when the owner turned on the microwave, the lights in the family room and the dining room went out, and then he had to reset the circuit breaker. Is this a serious problem, and what would be causing this? Oh, boy. Yeah, it is potentially a serious issue, and I can tell you this. In an older house... I mean, house, is that a selling feature? Ooh, yeah. check this out. <laughs> Let me show you something. In an older house, typically the outlets in the kitchen uh, are also tied in with the appliance outlets. So the wall outlets, the toilet appliance outlets, the lights are all in the same circuit. In a newer house, they would be on separate circuits. I suspect one of two things. Either you have too many things on one circuit or you have a problem in the circuit and the circuit breaker is doing its job by stopping a fire. Either way, you need an electrician to check that out. could be pretty straightforward, but it definitely has to be fixed. Yeah, and maybe he should stop showing that when he's <laughs> trying to sell us the house. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, believe it or not, it might be time to dust off that pink flamingo. Things are looking a lot more fun in yards and gardens in 2018. Leslie's got the latest surprise trends in this week's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie? Yeah, it's kind of amazing what's going on in people's yards. You know, fairy gardens, they're a big thing. They're whimsical, they're enchanting, and they're delightful. And they really add fun and sparkle wherever you find them. Creating your own enchanted garden can be an easy DIY project that delivers endless enjoyment for kids, but also adults. Now, here's the deal. Every enchanted garden is a little bit different, and that's where the fun begins. So here's a couple of ideas to get you started. First, first, before you start putting anything in place, you need to choose a theme, containers, location, all of that. Now, it might be a flower pot under a tree, or maybe it's a specifically marked off area inside your flower bed. Think of where exactly you want your sort of fairy enchanted garden to be. Next, sketch out the design that you think you would like. You can change things as you go, but a good design will help you visualize what you want and then keep those plans on track. And as you start to collect items for your fairy garden, it's smart to lay them out in place, get a feel for how that garden's going to feel and take shape before you start adding in the other small details or gluing things on. Next, you want to consider the soil, the plants, the drainage, all of those things that will make up the fairy garden in total. Now, if you're starting with fresh soil, you want to make sure it's a good garden mix that's going to drain well. It needs to be deep enough for any tiny plants that you're planting. Before you add that soil, place a couple of pebbles in the bottom of the container that can help improve the drainage now many plants are going to work well in an enchanted garden but some that really seem best suited include ferns and succulents i love the idea of a fern in an enchanted garden because it really makes you feel like you're out in the forest and it's all dewy and beautiful and you might actually find a fairy <laughs> bonsai trees are also fun and all right i think about it okay maybe i watched one or too many fairy movies as a kid and it's kind of the dream you guys primroses Anything that's like kind of tiny and really special lasts for a truly magical fairy garden. You want to accessorize with glow-in-the-dark figures or even tiny LED lights that'll just add some sparkle at night. I mean, there's a reason why those tiny white Christmas lights are called fairy lights. I'm just saying, everybody knows that once you add that twinkle, that's when those fairies come out. So happy enchanted gardening, everybody. All right, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show coming up next time on the program. Planning a new landscape and shopping for plants and materials can be a really fun project but when you start to dig and hit those big rocks not so much we'll have tips to help you move those mountains on the very next edition of the money pit i'm tom kreitler and i'm leslie segretti remember you can do it yourself but you don't have to do it alone you live in a money pit. thanks to state farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.